Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. I hope you are all having a great start to your Friday. It is Super Bowl weekend upon us. There's a lot of NFL content out on the channel. Be sure to check that out and the podcast. But for right now, we do have a seven-game NBA slate. Let me tell you something. This week for the NBA, two six-game slates, a seven-game slate, an eight-game slate, Keep it this way, NBA. I'd rather have this than a three-game slate mixed in with an 11-game slate. The balance is extremely nice. Thank you so much. And thank you so much to everybody tuning into this video. If you're new here, my name is Sal Vetri. I cover daily fantasy sports as an independent content creator and a variety in pretty much all the different sports that you can think of outside of NHL. But I do want to get a little bit more into that. I'm going to talk about that uh, in a couple of weeks or so, potentially. But... With that being said, if you could hit the subscribe button, I greatly appreciate it. Maybe it's your first time here. You want to see if there's any value in this video. If it helps you out at all, about 50% of the users watching each month aren't subscribed. It's around a normal number for YouTube, but I'll share this with you to say let's be better than normal. And if you could hit the subscribe button, it does help me out for this free content over here on YouTube. Before we get into it, I just want to uh, call out real quickly that drafters.com above me, they're doing a uh, giveaway, a free roll. And I love sharing this when they do these things. There's a free signed Patrick Mahomes jersey contest going around it's only going to be like a few hundred people in it so be sure to get in it you actually have a good chance to win nothing to pay to enter that but also check out their snake drafts it's very quick format it's the best place to play snake drafts now especially with draft.com if you're used to playing on their gun and similar to draft.com drafters.com is going to be actually opening up some of the best ball contests so if you want to get in there and you want to try out these potential best balls over the summer and you want to get into these snake draft contests right now for the super bowl or for nba i play nba over there a good amount check out drafters.com. And if you use the promo code SAL100, S-A-L-1-0-0, get you a 100% deposit match up to 50 bucks. So if you go over there and you just want to play five bucks, use that promo code for yourself and I'll end up getting you an extra five bucks for free up to $50. Check it out, drafters.com. I really do like them. They've been really supporting my work here that I do for the past year and a half. Some pretty cool dudes over there. Check out what they got to offer. So, Let's get into it, gang. Hope you're all having a good start to the Friday. Starting with the injury news in Chicago, alphabetical order for these teams on this seven-game slate. Daniel Gafford is doubtful with a thumb. He's been out for a little while now. They've been hoping to get him back. Um, obviously, without Laurie Markin, they're down a few of their centers now, but it looks like he's not going to play today against Brooklyn. This is going to continue to help Luke Cornett. Uh, it's going to continue to help Cristiano Felicio, who's been getting decent run, Thad Young at the four, and so on and so forth. In Dallas, some really big news, and this slate has big news when it comes to stars and potential narratives of some of these stars that I think hold a good amount of weight for today. Not your revenge game narratives, but people who were snubbed from all-star games. You saw Bradley Beal go off for 16 in the interview after. He literally said, I'm pissed off. It's disrespectful. Uh, Devin Booker plays today. LeBron James and the Lakers are going to take on Portland today after the um, after the shocking and stunning and, and very sad news of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and the seven other passengers passing away on that helicopter after he stated in an Instagram post that he's going to do everything he can to carry the torch and put this team on his back, go win the championship. First game back since then, I don't know, man. It just seems like if you're going to ever ride a narrative, this would be the one of all time, right? Um, so some of the things to look out for at the top end, but we don't have Luka Doncic today with an ankle. This is going to help a ton of the guards, and it's just so hard to pinpoint which one. You have a questionable Tim Hardaway Jr. also in Dallas, but he would be helped if he's going to play in this one. $5,000 Delon right? $4,800 Seth Curry can play 30 minutes. But then if you go to the bottom, it's where I start to like these guys even more. J.J. Barea in the 3k range Jalen Brunson in the 3k range if you're going to take shots on guys who potentially are going to play 28 to 30 minutes out of all those guards and none of them are standout point per minute guys Berea is decent right Brunson's decent in that regard I'd rather just play the cheaper ones 
And you'll see that in my early interests. Markeith Morris for Detroit is questionable with an illness today. Uh, Anthony Davis is going to be questionable for the Lakers. It gets even better for LeBron if he was to miss with that glute injury. Um, it gets even better than for JaVel McGee, who is now off the injury report with an illness, and Dwight Howard. Alex Grusso is questionable with a neck. In Memphis, DeAnthony Melton is doubtful today with a hand injury. Um, he's missed the past couple of games. He would have been pretty decent value at $4,000 on this slate, but him being out, and also they don't have any Grayson Allen today, it's going to open up just more run for a guy like Tyus Jones, who usually plays just direct point guard minutes. Marco Goodrich is also going to miss with the suspension today, so a lot of guard minutes to go around with Allen, Grayson Allen still out, Goodrich still now out. And now you have no DeAnthony Melton. So keep an eye on what they do with some of their guards. You might just get by default more Kyle Anderson in this rotation um, and more Tyus Jones. Jaron Jackson Jr. also going to miss because of the suspension. I imagine it means Brandon Clark starts. Just verify this news. If that's the case, he's a fantastic 1.1 point per minute type of a producer this year, the rookie. So if you get Brandon Clark playing out there now for instead of 22 to 23 minutes, maybe 28 minutes, it's going to be a really good spot for his price point in the 4K range. Jay Crowder should also pick up more run with all these injuries and suspensions as well. Milwaukee, another big name like Luka. The two highest payup options are in doubt slash question today with no Luka and Giannis questionable with the shoulder injury. They have already priced up Middleton to 8K. Still an okay price point against Denver. They've already priced up Bledsoe to 7K. Still an okay price point against Denver. Um, you're still going to get some Ursan that would stand out. He's priced up as well. Donovan Divin- or Dante DiVincenzo is questionable with an ankle. And George Hill is going to miss with a hamstring. So uh, depending on what happens with DiVincenzo with Hill already out, if DiVincenzo missed, it's just a really good spot now for a guy like Pat Connington, who's going to have to come in and play maybe mid to upper 20s in minutes. For OKC, Terrence Ferguson will continue to miss with a personal reason. 3K, no major impact there. Um, Carmelo Anthony is going to actually be out with the Lakers. Now, keep an eye on this. I've seen some co- conflicting reports for Carmelo. They said that he's just not traveling with the team, but he's not yet been ruled out, was what a previous report after that said. Fantasy Labs called him out, and then I saw the beat writer say that he's not officially out yet. It's just that he's not traveling with the team. We saw this a few weeks back with, I believe, Alfred Payton. Did not travel with the Knicks, but then ended up flying there on his own later that day. So keep an eye on the Carmelo news because I really didn't see an injury reason either. So he might not actually be out. I have him listed as out here from what Fantasy Lab says, but just know that there are conflicting reports. Uh, Nasir Little would benefit from that at the four more time there. Might see Mario Hazonia rejoin the rotation. Um... You can see some more Gary Trent, depending on how they want to run some of their players. Just keep an eye on what happens there. They also picked up all those players in Gabriel um, and Swanigan from Sacramento that they could run out there as well. Marcus Saul and Rondé Hollis-Jefferson missed the front end of the back-to-back yesterday. I have them as questionable today. We'll see what happens there. Serge Ibaka had a fine game. He started. If Gasol was to miss, Ibaka would benefit as well. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, if he was to miss, you would just get more OG and Nobi. Probably some Stanley Johnson minutes as well um, and more secure minutes for Norman Powell. We'll take a quick gander at the target offense sheet, and I'll blow this up. Um, this is all available on Patreon as well, but it's all updated for today. We have all the totals. The highest team total is actually Houston versus Dallas today. They're eight and a half point favorites, so Dallas supposed to stay in this one decently, even without Luka. Is surprising to me. One twenty-four team implied total here for Houston. One fifteen point five for Dallas. It's a situation that the game should stay close. It's one of the better pace spots on the night. I have it right now as the second highest pace environment behind New Orleans and Memphis, which should be an absolute track meet. A 239.5 game total is very good. Obviously, the pieces of Houston and Dallas stand out. Harden has not been shooting well at all. It's something like I saw 17% in this month from three. 
that's just very odd to me. Uh, Russ has obviously been playing great in that absence of hard and shooting, and just right now I'm not playing well. Their price points are very similar to what we saw last time out. Russ is now up to 10-5, and Harden's up to 10-6. I like both of the guys today, but there's another guy who I've already kind of keyed in on on the Lakers that I'm going to like even more. Depends on ownership. Both of the guys, if you get to either of them in Houston, seem fine. It's a more difficult defensive matchup against Dallas, but with Luka out of there, it's not as difficult. The game also has a much better chance of blowing out, but Keep an eye on that. Both the Houston guys stand out from Russ and Harden. Nothing else really stands out on that side. Dallas Porzingis is a guy that I want to get to at his price point. Nowhere near as expensive as he should be without Luka in there. It's a matter of the minutes for him. Does he play 30-32 today? Then he looks like a smash spot. And then for all the guards, I mean, you have so many guards in this team that I'm just going to play the cheap ones. J.J. Barea, Jalen Brunson. If one of them starts, I feel really good about that. I mean, Seth Curry would be the next guy because he's the next cheapest. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. in question at 6K. DeLon Wright at 5K. They both seem okay as well. Like, if you have the leftover money, you have 5,100 left over, and DeLon Wright's there. Well, he looks okay. It's just a matter of any of these guys can end up playing 30, 32 minutes, and whichever one has the game uh, is is going to obviously be needed, but that could be anyone from Berea all the way down low who played 25 or so minutes in the last game out um, to all the way up to Hardaway, who can play 34 minutes and go off. So really hard to pinpoint which one's going to actually be great. If one of those guys between Berea and Brunson start, I'll end up choosing them. If they both start, both of them seem like viable options. The game that is standing out right now from a total perspective is New Orleans versus Memphis, a 241 game total. New Orleans is five and a half point favorites with a 123.25 team implied total. Memphis is at 117.75. And let me tell you something. Memphis not only has fantastic matchups across the board against New Orleans, um, but it's a situation where they're all underpriced. Like, John Morant's below $7,000 playing 32-plus minutes a night. He's a guy who's in my early interest. You'll see in a second. Joe Val, Jonas Valanciunas, is now down to 6,300, playing consistently 26 to 28 minutes in a smash spot now. It's just a really good spot. You have a lot of these uh, suspensions for Memphis, injuries from uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. being suspended in Guterich with injury news from the Anthony Melton and Grayson Allen. It's a team that is underpriced and is in the best spot on the slate game environment-wise. By far the fastest-paced game. I have it projected for 108.42 possessions per game. That is almost four more than any other game. This is per team, so eight more total possessions in the game than any other game on this slate. Situation where John Morant stands out, Joe Val stands out, Jay Crowder stands out for extended the run. Brandon Clark stands out as a good value piece. We'll see if he becomes chalky. I like a lot of Memphis. I'm going to get to a lot of them. On the New Orleans side, it's a situation where Derek Favors at 5,500 looks fine. Everybody also looks fine here, but nowhere near as good as Memphis, just based on the pricing. But Brandon Ingram at 7,400, I feel fine with that. But the 7 and 6K range we're about to get to is loaded that I don't prioritize it. Lonzo at 7K, don't feel terrible about that. It's just how do I prioritize it? Same thing with Zion at 7K. Um, you have a price up now, but not nearly expensive. Drew Holiday, a lot of these guys on New Orleans seem pretty close to being evenly priced one of them maybe two goes off a night the rest just play decently favors is probably the one i get to the most uh, you can get 23 minutes and just not a great performance or you can get 28 to 30 depending on what they want to do with his very injury prone self um, and even if you get 26 to 28 at 5500 he could pay it off i much rather have the memphis side this game should be very very fun Going down now to the third highest uh, game total on the slate, and then we'll kind of bounce over to the early interests. Uh, but it's the Lakers in Portland to close out the slate. The only game that is at 10:30. It is by far the late night hammer with all the other games uh, tipping off at, at the latest 9 p.m. Eastern time. This game tipping off at right now 10:30 p.m. Eastern time, and you get a spot where the Lakers are 12 point favorites, 121.25 team implied total over Portland, who has a 109.25 team implied total. You have Anthony Davis questionable with the glute injury. Um, I my favorite payup option today is LeBron. Uh, pay up option meaning i don't know ninety five hundred dollars and above even maybe nine k and above 
it's LeBron James. I'm going to um, a couple of things. He's 10-3. It's a fair price point. He has a great team total. He is above average in pace today. The matchup against Portland is completely fine for him. And I think maybe I'm wrong by doing this. And let me know in the comments what you think. I'm going to weight heavily the Kobe Bryant news and the fact that this is their first time playing. And I guess you can maybe, maybe I won't say heavily, right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to give him an extra five minutes and an extra 10 fantasy points, right? But I'm going to, when it comes down to picking between LeBron, Harden, Russ, if they all look pretty similar, which to an extent, I think they're going to look pretty similar today. I haven't finished my projections yet, but if they do, I think I'm going to use that as a tiebreaker, if that makes sense. Um, It's just a, outside of like Kobe himself in his retirement game, it is a situation where um, you want to go out there if you're, and you pretty much said it, if you're LeBron in that Instagram post, and just prove it for somebody else. You're not proving it for yourself. You're not proving it for the quote-unquote haters or anything like that. You're doing this for somebody else. You're playing a game for them or a season for them. Uh, it's the first game since that. I, I can't imagine what they're going to do ceremony-wise. I'm going to stay up to watch this. Um, but I'll end up going um, LeBron as of right now in that situation. But there's a lot of other guys in the 9K. The 6K range is underpriced. DraftKings, the, the pricing on the site is just ridiculous. But once again, they, they hit like a two-week stretch where it was okay. It's unbearable today, to be honest with you. Let's get into some of the early interests. I will point out right now that I do have projections. Um, they'll pop up right now. A little pop-up I will put in here to let you know that you can get them over on Patreon for the NBA every single day, updated up to lock and throughout lock with my updated player pools as well. Um, if there's ever a day that I don't do a YouTube video, I'll be sure to try and um, get a little write-up or even a podcast out. I've had some people um, uh, speak up about that being a potential interest for people over there. So it stands out something I want to try and get to. So be sure to uh, check that out as well over on Patreon. Link it up down below, but also we'll pop up above and I'll slide over. Um, so to the top, LeBron James. So I, I mentioned Harden and Russ. I think they're okay options, but uh, in the nature of just trying to give 20 plays, I guess plays, quote unquote, but 20 players a day that I find interesting as of right now in the morning before I even do my uh, projections, see how some of those players phase out, see how some more come in on a seven game slate. I'd imagine to have close to 50 players in a player pool. Again, those will all be updated over on Patreon. But LeBron stands out, Portland. Uh, Nikola Jokic on a back-to-back is a little bit scary, but played 35 minutes last night. He's just been playing huge minutes. Has been close to a 1.5 fantasy point per minute producer with the Paul Millsaps, the Murrays off the court this season. Harris didn't play last night. So a lot of things in Denver injury-wise to watch out for. No timeline on Murray and in Millsap as of right now. Booker is a guy who stands out a lot to me. 9,100 against OKC. Tougher matchup playing huge minutes. I'm going to project him for 37 today, maybe even 38. Um, it's a situation where he was snubbed from the All-Star game. You saw it all over Twitter. If you follow anybody uh, that's related to DFS or NBA or sports in general, all the athletes talking about it. Now, I don't know how much Booker is like Bradley Beal in terms of getting pissed off because Beal was absolutely pissed. He dropped 60 plus fantasy points last night. And if he, he go look at his direct interview after the game, he said, yeah, I'm pissed off. Uh, it's I find it disrespectful. Uh, I know who I am. Now I'm just going to try and get my team to the playoffs. Booker didn't make it mainly probably because, well, the all-star game voting is just ridiculous, but two, his team's not winning. Uh, But 9,100, he is in a very good spot today. I hate playing narratives. Revenge game narrative does nothing for me um, most of the time. These narratives of being snubbed from an all-star game and also appropriately priced, right? Like even if he wasn't snubbed, 9,100 against OKC, I don't have any problems with that with the minutes he's playing. Uh, The Kobe news for the Lakers playing their first game since then. These narratives right now, at least early on, are are getting me wrapped up. Maybe I'm just a fish. I don't know. Uh, But Hassan White's at 8,400 stands out as well. He's a a play that out of this whole list, maybe not one of the strongest I have. Um, Maybe one of the least interesting of these 20, just because I think he's appropriately priced. 
Fred Van Vliet at 73 and Kyle Lowry at 7,200. Cheap price tags. Now, I know they're on a back-to-back, but very cheap price tags. I prefer Lowry at 7,200. Just more times than not, he's going to be the actual point guard, the ball-dominating guard. But these guys will be staggered for some parts of the game. Good matchup against Detroit, even with Reggie Jackson back, playing limited minutes. It's not changing their overall terrible defense to now just suddenly being good or great. So I prefer Lowry over Van Vliet, but I think both of them are fine. I'm going to project them both for probably 36 minutes, maybe both 37 minutes. That's what I did last night. Seems really good. This is the range that starts to become head-scratching to me. And I left some guys out, like Chris Paul stands out. I left him out. He's going to be in an interest pool, I imagine. But starting even with, like, Fred Van Vliet, John Moran at 6900 How is that? How is that appropriately priced? A guy playing 32 minutes a game, consistently producing as, like, a $7,400, $7,500 player. Now he's in the highest pace, highest team total, one of the best game environments of the entire season, and he's 6900 I imagine he becomes chalky. I'm probably not getting away from it in a game that is projected to stay close, in a game that is projected for over 240 points and 108 possessions per team. I want the point guard in that game who is cheap. Christoph Porzingis without Lucas, 6,800. The concern here is the minutes. If I project him for 30, he looks like a slam dunk play. If I project him for 26, he doesn't look that great. So I'm going to project him, we'll see, maybe for around 30 uh, at 6,800. He's too cheap. All of the OKC guards against Phoenix in a really good matchup. SGA is 6,700. Dennis uh, Schroeder, who continues to play 33, 34 minutes a game. I have him projected for 33 right now. He's 6,600. Chris Paul is 6,800. All these guys are too cheap. You can pick the one that you like the most there. I think I like Schroeder the most at 6,600, just the amount of minutes he's playing, and he's probably the best point-per-minute producer, not named Chris Paul right now, but he has a higher minutes ceiling, I would say. He can play 36 way more than Chris Paul will ever play 36. I think he stands out, but all three of them are interesting. CJ McCollum, there's no Carmelo Anthony, so more shot attempts for McCollum, a guy who's already a $7,000 player, underpriced for 6400 Maybe it's because of the matchup against the Lakers. It's still a fine team implied total. They are 12-point underdogs, which is a concern, but he's underpriced. Joe Val has me scratching my head at 6300 Even if the guy was even if the guy was playing 22 to 24 minutes a game, 6300 would be fair. Now he's playing 26 to 30 minutes a game. 6300 is just, again, a head-scratching spot in the best game environment on the slate. Ricky Rubio is a guy who you're betting on because of talent. He's been terrible for about two weeks straight now. He's been terrible since he dropped that 60 or 70 point night. He's 5,900 now. He was in the $7,500 range literally a week and a half, two weeks ago. You're buying low on him. Very similar things can be said for $5,800 Will Barton, who's not pictured on the screen right here, but both of these guys have been terrible for a week and a half. Their skill set, if you look at them over the next two months, is going to be, and, and they're also their production, is going to be way better than the last week and a half. Every player has ruts during the season. If you buy low on them is when you will usually profit because you're getting 40-point performances at a low number um, as opposed to paying top dollar for them. Derek Favors at 5500 probably my favorite Pelican today. If we're just talking about price and how to fit them into your lineups, power forward um, center eligible, I believe still. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe he's only center eligible now. Yeah, I think I'm seeing him only center eligible, so that's a little bit more concerning. But uh, I like him more than Zion. Lonzo's pretty close. Brandon Ingram's pretty close. I like him more than Drew Holiday based on price. Brandon Clark at 4,800. Just make sure he's starting, but another guy in Memphis that looks great. I mean, when he plays 22 minutes a game, he averages 24 fantasy points. So he's a 1.1 fantasy point per minute producer or so. If he's going to end up playing now 26 minutes a game, like as a minimum, he's going to be one of the better values. I hope he doesn't become chalky because then it becomes sort of thin chalk based on how many guys um, that they can potentially throw out there. But I guess they don't have much, right? I mean, obviously, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. suspended him. And and you have to keep in mind that Bruno Caboclo, I believe, is still injured. So maybe maybe this is the move. If there's no Caboclo like there was last time when Jaron Jackson Jr. was hurt to take away potentially 15, 20 plus minutes, I think that Brandon Clark could end up just being the guy by default that they have to turn to here. They don't have much depth. They, They really don't have any depth at all at this point. Um, Jay Crowder, 4,500. 
didn't end up getting suspended since he got shoved. He seems okay, um, completely fine. I think he'll play around 30, 32 minutes. McCall Bridges at 4,200 as value, playing around 30 minutes against OKC. Just really a value play at this point. Josh Harpin playing 28 minutes in the last game. He only played 22. He's 3,900. If you get him back up to 26 to 28, he seems fine. Nothing that stands out as extreme value, but seems okay. Again, I'd rather have Brandon Clark over all these guys. And then you get to the 3K range down here after Hart, and you have Brunson at 3,800 and Beret at 36 with no Luka. If Berea was to start, I like him a lot at 36. If Brunson was to start, I like him a lot at 38. So if neither of them start, um, I, I don't think I get there. I would play Brunson before Berea, just more minute stability. Um, if neither of them start, yeah, Brunson would be the guy. If you have Seth Curry starting for some reason, he usually doesn't, but he would be the guy I would turn to. If it's Delon Wright starting at 5K, I, I would say that he's fine to get to. It's just a matter of how much you're going to prioritize him in that 5K range. There's not much there, but again, you have guys like Brandon Clark at 4,800. So this is a very fun slate. DraftKings has completely mispriced like they really always have the entire 6K range, in my opinion. And even the 7K range is pretty underpriced. Um, so it makes it pretty easy to fit a lot of guys who should be 7,500 who are now 6,800. If It's really easy to fit a lot of them into your lineups with guys like LeBron or, or Jokic or Booker or the Hardens and Russes. So thank you for tuning into this video on Friday. Usually Friday is not a bigger attraction day for the NBA stuff, but I will call out lastly, uh, if you're still watching or listening on the podcast, on on Twitter, my pinned tweet, if you are to, before the Super Bowl starts, like that, it counts as one entry into a $25 giveaway. If you are to retweet it, it counts as two more entries. So you can get a maximum of three entries into that uh, $25 giveaway via pen, PayPal, Venmo. I'll reach out to one of those people on Twitter. There's been a decent amount of people entered so far somewhere around 2025. So be sure to enter that contest if you are indeed interested over on my Twitter. I'll link it up down below. But again, it's on the screen as well at Salvetri DFS. It is the pinned tweet right when you go in there. It's about uh, fantasy draft. Um, So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Be sure to check out my Patreon. My social media is like that Twitter account. You all rock and hit that subscribe button before you go, whether you're listening on the audio version or the uh, YouTube channel right here. And if you're on the audio version, leave a five star rate and review if you find that extra one minute in your day. Thanks so much. Appreciate you all. Have a great start to your weekend. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.